This episode is brought to you by Dear Mom Transport. Dear Mom Transport is a non-emergency transportation provider and also providing school transportation and private transportation as well, servicing those in Nassau County, New York. You can locate Dear Mom Transport at www.dearmomtransport.com or at 516-464-1923. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Grow Podcast, where we get rid of weeds. I am your host, Shawana. I want to thank you for tuning in. This is episode eight, and on this episode, I'll be talking about the weed of discouragement. So listen in. Okay, everyone. So uh, a lot has been happening, right, the past couple of weeks. So first, I want to apologize about not releasing an episode last week. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I am really, really good at schedule. Right. So when I write something down and I know that this is the date, this is the time, this is the location, I am going to be there. I might be a little late, <laughs> but I'll be there. So I, I want to apologize about not releasing that episode. There were a ton of distractions happening at that time. Um, and it, you know, it was it was affecting me physically emotionally and spiritually as well. So I thank you, but I thank you for coming back to listen to episode eight, where I am going to uh, reveal to you what my top areas of discouragement are. Um, so first, let's, let's you know, um, chime in a little bit, uh, piggyback on last episode where we were talking, where I was talking about what weeds were, right? And comparing it to that of agriculture. So in agriculture, a weed, again, is a wild plant growing where it is not wanted and it is in competition with cultivated plants. So today I'm talking about the weed of discouragement. And so um, with discouragement, it, it, it's, it can be considered a weed because if one is discouraged, one can be easily talked out of doing something that they feel they're purposed for, right? That they feel that God has maybe revealed to them. God has downloaded something into them to first encourage them to do, to act out on, to step out on faith on. And then there are seeds of discouragement that are planted in our lives to, um, to derail us, right? And so in my life, right? God has revealed many things to me. God has downloaded several uh, entrepreneurial visions, entrepreneurial plans for me in my life. Um, and the first one I'll mention to you that that just popped into my mind. Um, I have so so the the new wave is entrepreneurship, <laughs> right? It's it's just a wave, right? It's a wave. It's 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 cute for some people. It's hit for others. For others, it's a lifestyle. For others, they were forced into entrepreneurship. And for some, like myself, it has been a a a vision of mine 
for at least 18 years, 18, 19 years. So in high school and college, excuse me, when I first entered college, I went to school in North Carolina and uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. And when I was in school, and I'm originally from New York. And so when I went to school in North Carolina, my, my friend and I at that time, we were in talks of opening a Chick-fil-A in New York, right? And if anyone remembers in 20, 2003, there were no Chick-fil-A's, right? I believe at some point, the one that the, the small one opened on NYU's campus, I don't know what at what year, but it was for NYU students, right? But our plan was to open a Chick-fil-A in New York, a, a, you know, a, a chain, right? And New York, and we were 17 years old. We had written out the plan. We knew what we wanted to, to where we wanted it to be. Because when we went to, to North Carolina, we were introduced to Chick-fil-A. We were like, oh my God, this is dope. Like, this is really, really, really good. And we knew that the people up north would like it as well. So what did we do? We started talking to people in North Carolina who lived, who were from North Carolina. And they were like, no, absolutely not. People are not going to like that up north. This is like a down south type thing. Um, you'll never, You'll never make it in New York. I would never, you know, try to put a uh, Chick-fil-A there. Like, don't do it. And so what did we do? <laughs> we listened to the those who were discouraging us. We had received a vision. God had given us a vision. God had given us an entrepreneurial goal. He had given us that vision. He, he told us Chick-fil-A. In New York, this is your business idea. We wrote it down and made it plain. Okay. We did the work in that area. What we what we did was we revealed our goals, we revealed our visions to the wrong people, right? Because when you're when you're given a vision, and if God gives you a vision, that vision is given to you. Those goals are are are, are downloaded in you. So it, it no matter how cute that 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 business idea is, no matter how dope that business idea is, no matter how much money you have in the bank to get that goal, to get that business idea off the ground, no one is going to understand it like you do. If you're married, yes, your partner, you know, normally will understand and 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 hop on that band, the same bandwagon that you're on. But when you when you are revealing your visions and your goals to those who are not in your circle, it's easy for those to not understand what you're talking about, what you are planning to do, right? And and and, and as I'm speaking, all I can think of is my pastor and our church. My pastor recently expanded the the location, right? And uh, we now have access to more square footage in the building. And during one service, he acted on faith and took a hammer and threw it and it's, it's all over social media. You can catch it on social media, right? Took a hammer, threw it at the wall and said, you know, we're acting on faith. We, we're going to get the building and, and, you know, and, you know, basically stating 
acting out on faith and saying in faith that in two weeks, this is going to be completed. And people are like, wait, what? How is this going to be completed in two weeks? Guess what, y'all? It was completed in two weeks. So my pastor was, he, he, not seeing this is the thing. We, we, we say it, right? Which is fine. We, we, we get the, we get the vision, we get the goal, we speak it. And some of us, we don't do it. Right. The Bible says faith without works is dead. So I have faith, right? I have to actually do the work. So had he said, had he spoke it, had the faith and did nothing, did not enlist anyone to help, did not, you know, ask for people to give, you know, did not, you know, work however many hours that they, that they did in order to, to get it done. Had that not been done, we would have not been looking at a finished product, right? So it's, it's, it's so important when you get the vision, write it down, make it plain on paper, do a vision board, draw it out, put it in your notepad and your, in your, in your cell phones, right? Put it on your mirror, you know, speak affirmations over your life, over your ideas, right? And act it out. How does that look? How does that look? And 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 not reveal it to those unless you're ready to, to, to act on it, right? Because my, my pastor, he revealed it to the people, but he was ready to act on it, right? And in, in, in my situation in, in 2003, with the Chick-fil-A idea that we had, guess what? Guess what we would be had we acted on that? We would be multimillionaires because we wouldn't have stopped at one Chick-fil-A, right? And so all of those people who in 2003 said, nope, that would be that would be a horrible idea. Guess what? Fast forward how many years later, look how many Chick-fil-A's are in New York, right? So it actually was an incredible idea, right? Another example I'll give you is when Bitcoin first was released, it was $300 when I first looked at it. And I told my ex-husband at the time, he was my husband at the time, but now he's my ex-husband. And I told him at the time, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. You know, I, I spoke about it, you know, to a couple of coworkers there. They don't know what it is. You know, I don't know what this is new, but I think I'm onto something here and I want to invest in it. I want to buy a share, a coin, right? One coin at the time was three. I remember it vividly. It's like $320. I want to buy a coin. Guess what? Right? This person, <laughs> my ex-husband, who I absolutely adore, I have no ill will towards him, said, nope, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what that is. Why would you invest in it? Guess what I did not do? I did not invest in it. Right? Had I invested, because we've been, we, we were married for 10 years, right? So I don't remember, I don't recall the year of when Bitcoin came out or when I presented that idea to him, but it was when it was $300. Had I done that, fast forward however many years later, I would have had a coin worth $49,000, $50,000, right? The, I know people, I know people who invested a very small amount in Bitcoin and are millionaires. Mutual friends, not direct friends, but mutual friends who have invested a smaller fraction of money 
into Bitcoin and are millionaires today because they acted on faith. I don't know what this is. I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know that this is something that is going to produce wealth. I do know that. So I'm going to invest $800, $900 in this. Fast forward 10 years. Now I have 150K and now I can flip that 150K into investment properties. Right. Or, 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 you know, uh, um, you know, options on the stock market, you know, or going into a franchise business, right? Or opening multiple businesses with that 150K. Or how about just letting it sit? But me feeling, me being discouraged, being discouraged by what my partner at the time was saying, being discouraged by what my coworkers were saying, caused me to miss out on opportunity. So this is the, the, the weed of discouragement causes you to miss out on opportunity. So that's why it's very important to act out on faith. I'm at this place, this current place, let's fast forward to 2022, where I am now, uh, managing my company, which is Dear Mom Transport. Dear Mom Transport is a non-emergency transportation company. Primarily, um, currently I am providing school transportation, transportation to and from recreational trips or events, and, um, you know, the non-medical part of it as well. So when I first started the company, When the, well, when the idea was conceived in 2020, I got some pushback. <laughs> got some pushback. I won't say from whom, but I got some pushback. And um, I was, you know, I sat on it. I attempted it. At the time, there was a moratorium in the state of New York on, um, on NEMT, right? And so I sat on it. And then I just started doing research in the latter part of 2021. And I started to connect with people in uh, in ENT groups throughout social media. And I discovered these two lovely individuals who are mentoring me for free. And guess what? They're in the same niche market as me, the same localized area as me. And they are still willingly, willingly providing support for me, have walked me through this process from the beginning to the end. I know it's God. No one can tell me it's not. I know it's the favor of God. God has favored me throughout this entire process. God has favored me. I started this process literally December 26th, a day after Christmas. Submitted my application to, to the county to get my, my TLC license. And that process was, was, was fairly quick and uh, after that, I then submitted my application to the state and, you know, was told, listen, this is going to take 90 days. Guess what? My application was approved in less than 30. Right. So we, why? Because I acted on faith. Also, when I, my, my pastor spoke prophetically over people, um, during a prophetic session saying that your prayers will be answered in the next 41 days. And guess what? Mine were, there were a couple of prayers that I've had. And that I that I'm still having looking to have some manifest, 
But having that faith, having those words spoken over me and claiming it, it there's, there's one, it's one thing to have a prophetic word spoken over you and you just sit and just do nothing. But when you have a prophetic word spoken over you and then you ask God for instruction on how to have that manifest, how to fulfill that prophecy, how to have, how to assist in that. And that's what I did saying, God, okay, the prophet said in 41 days, guess what? Today is this date. I have until this date for this, for my prayers to be answered for this, for this uh, approval to come through from the state. And that approval came through within that time frame, right? There have been many prophetic words that have been spoken over my life. Some that haven't manifested yet. I know that they will manifest. I know where I dropped the ball right? To prevent the manifestation of those prophecies, right? And so now I'm in this place where I am expecting the wealth to come shortly, right? Because I'm I'm doing, I have the faith, I spoke it, the prophet spoke it, and I'm doing the work. It's hard. It's discouraging. Last week, my, so I paid commercial insurance, for one of my vehicles, my primary vehicle that I have for this business, for this company. And commercial insurance is not cheap. (laughs) It's not cheap, y'all. It's not cheap. It's one of those things that's just like, dude, like, do I even, why do I need commercial insurance? Like, really? I really got to pay commercial Yes, you got to pay commercial insurance. The the, the DMV won't even allow you to, to get a plate without it. Like it's serious. It's a very expensive process, right? Waiting for the unknown, right? Because you don't know when you're going to receive the approval to even try to recoup some of those monies that you put out for the initial startup, right? So my insurance payment was due at from my business account and I couldn't cover it. I couldn't cover it. I was like, God, you know what? I am not fronting this payment anymore. Like I can't do it. I can't continue to pay this amount of money and and deplete my savings. I can't do it. So I let the payment bounce. Payment bounces. The insurance company texts me, texts me and says, your payment didn't go through, you know, we're going to cancel your insurance. Like they're very strict. Commercial insurance is different from automobile industry, you know, the, I'm sorry, the personal automobile industry, auto, auto insurance industry, excuse me. Very different. The commercial cutthroat, cutthroat, like cutthroat. I used to work in insurance. So I know some, some leeway is there, you know, it's, it's supposed to be there. Um, so texted me and said, Hey, we're going to cut your insurance. Insurance is done. Is done. Cancellation letters being sent, like very, you know. And I started praying. I, I I didn't respond right away. The message came in around 10 a.m. Started praying. I said, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should let this business go. I don't know if you know I should. I, Cause I at this point, at this point, I didn't even have the money, right? Because in my personal bank account is is in an online account which requires me a couple of days at minimum, two days to get that money from my personal, from my online account to my um, local bank. 
So at minimum, they would have to wait 48 hours to get that money, right? So I prayed. I was like, God, you know what? This, I can't do this no more. Like I, I, I literally, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking even not some months. I'm not even breaking even. I can't do it. I can't do it. And so I felt discouraged, you know? And so around 12, 1230, I said, you know what? I'm going to text her back. I wasn't even expecting them to respond because they don't care. Payment is not paid. It's not made, you know, it bounced. Like we going to drop you. <laughs> like, like you need the insurance. I don't, they don't need it. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I texted her back and I said, listen, I'm having a financial hardship. I'm having a financial hardship. And, um, you know, I'm asking for some, some grace and this situation. Um, if you could please just give me until it happened, that, that, that incident happened, it happened on, on a Tuesday. I was like, if you can at least give me two days, give me two days, you know, to, to make the payment. And, and I thought she was good. They were going to say, no, guess what? She responded right away and said, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll run it on, on, on Thursday, Thursday came, they didn't run it. I called them. I texted her and said, Hey, you can run, you can run the card. And a few minutes later, she responded and said, you're all good. So I say that to say, even in that situation, even working with a, a, a commercial entity, you know, like that, you know, sometimes we, sh- we get discouraged and we shy away and we run away from bills. We run away from, um, from, um, you know, uh, debt collectors, right? And um, I'm I want to encourage you because I could have done that. I could have done that. I could have um, ignored the text message and say, you know what, you know, forget them. <laughs> forget them. Like, I don't, I don't, I ain't got the payment. So what? Like they could just go and bounce, you know, I could have done that. And then I would have been without insurance and I would have had to start this whole process all over again. Right. So I, I, I encourage you, you know, to, to, to listen, you know, pray, listen to God, get instructions from God. Don't be discouraged. If God gave you a vision you wrote it out, you spoke it and you're doing it, it's going to manifest. It may not manifest overnight. It may not manifest overnight. Right? And so in that instance, we have to be patient. We have to be patient. We have to be patient with with those things that we are expecting God to move in. So I encourage you all to not be discouraged. Don't release your 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 visions and the and the, and the goals that God has given you to those who you feel are not even worthy of hearing. Right? Sometimes people are so so critical of 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 ideas that you are presenting to them, but they don't have any of themselves. Oh girl, why would you do that? Oh, why why would why wouldn't you do it this way? What do you have going on? You see it in social media. 
you see it in these in these these large groups, you know, business of entrepreneurs, these clusters of, of entrepreneurs in these groups. And you'll see one person post, oh, I got this business on A Street, and this is what I offer. And you have about 10 people, or oh, why you ain't do this? Or oh, why you ain't, and it's like, well, what do you have? Why didn't you do this? Or why did you do that? Right. So, so, so being uh, hypersensitive, right, in those areas and knowing who to, to asking God, who should I trust? Who should I, who is going to pour into me? Who is going to encourage me? Who is going to assist me? Who is going to invest in me? You, it's so, it always, always, I always thought how crazy it was that we will buy Starbucks five times a week, but we won't even give $20 to our brother or sister to purchase a home. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. That's a whole different podcast episode, right? That is crazy to me. I've been in situations, I've, I've purchased a home. My primary home that I'm in has was purchased, right? No one turned to me and said, Shawana, you know what? I know you're going through this. Here's $100, here's $10, here's $20 for that down payment. Why? Because people don't care. They don't care or they don't think it's, it, it's, it's, it's that important where they need to assist, right? Because the, the reality of it is that, yeah, five, $10 does help. <laughs> 20, 25 people are giving me 20, $25. That adds up, you know, but we, 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 we don't look to support each other as much as we should. So I implore you today on this day, I first, I thank you for listening to this episode. This episode is episode eight the weed of distraction. I'm sorry, the weed of discouragement. Distraction is a whole different <laughs> a whole different weed. But the weed of discouragement. Ensuring that you are hearing from God, receiving the, the instructions that he has given you. Speaking it, writing it down, hearing from God again on who to release that information to, or better yet, holding on to that uh, until you are at that bustling point where you can't withhold it anymore. That means you got the LLC, you got the EIN, you got the website, you got that, you you got uh, the 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 location. You know, I've seen I've seen many entrepreneurs in these groups. They come out and they be like, oh, boom. Event space on A Street, we open it tomorrow. And it's like, what? You ain't say nothing. Why? Because they understand that there are discouragers, people who will speak in your ear and that will try to talk you out of doing something. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've been there. I've been there multiple times where I have been discouraged. Right? So I... I I encourage you. I love you all. I thank you for listening. Again, our email address for our podcast is thegrowpodcaster at gmail.com. Feel free to drop any questions, any comments, any topics that you may want me to address. Drop it in that email address. I will even respond um, to 
the emails that come in. I love you. Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep growing. Bye.